When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A name you know who's in the know. It's the Cindy Adams Show, 77 WABC. I am about to speak to Richard Kind. He is known for a load of roles. Dr. Mark in Mad About You, Paul Lassiter in Spin City, Andy in Curb Your Enthusiasm, Arthur in the Cone Brothers film A Serious Man, and now he's in a new stage play, that's in New Jersey, all of which I'll talk to you about in a minute. Okay, Richard, I love your name. What's its original kind? That was it. There was that nothing was else it. like uh, kind or Henry anything? Lewis, uh, Henry Louis Gates did uh, uh, profiled me on that great show, uh, uh, Finding Your Roots. Yeah. And he oh, hold on, hold on. My alarm's going off. Because I got to remind myself that I'm going to be talking to Cindy Adams. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so um, he he uh, Henry Gates on that on that show on PBS, Finding Your Roots. He did me. What happened was is I always thought I was from Germany, and kind was child, kinder. Yeah. It turns out that Franz Joseph the second or third. Uh, uh, did not allow patronymics anymore. So my name if from Austria is kind. It's on gravestones from back in the 1600s. And it means nothing, but I was named kind. That is my name. It was not changed at uh, Ellis Island. It is kind. It's a lovely name. Are you kind? Are you a kind I, I, soul? I would, prefer to, I would prefer to be rich. Yeah, I mean, listen, forget that. What about it? Are you, please, are you a kind soul? You can't hear it from me. I think you got to hear it from others. There are no others here, so I have to ask you. I know plenty of producers who consider themselves kind, and yet they prove themselves not. So what are you going to (laughs) do? Okay, okay. Let's go back to the early days. You majored in Northwestern U, right? Where you? But you were from New York, weren't you? No, I'm from a place called in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Okay, My dad and, had a store in Princeton. And then you went to Northwestern U. What did you major in? Uh, I was pre-law. I was supposed to go to law school. So between law school and... And now doing a show in New Jersey, what did I miss here? What happened? There was a, uh, well, it was my dream always to be an actor. Uh, but where I grew up, that was sort of a dream. You know, you, I was expected to take over my dad's business. And there was a wonderful teacher at Northwestern, uh, Frank Galati, who you might know who he was. Yeah. Uh, he became a very well-known director, especially in Chicago theater, wonderful writer, uh, and he said, try it, you know, and, and, and don't expect to get famous or, or have success until you're in your 30s. And he was very prescient. And, and I, 
that indeed is what happened. I, I was an, a waiter in New York. I was an actor in New York. I went to Second City in Chicago. I worked in Chicago for years. And then in my 30s, in my early 30s, I went out to L.A. And uh, I've been lucky. I, so I really have been working since I was about 23 years old. Uh, but I wouldn't say that I had big paychecks, nor was I famous. <laughs> but uh, but I, I never stopped working from about age 23. I you, just worked and worked and worked. Do you remember your first screen test or the first time you really auditioned? Uh, yeah, I got a, I, 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 yeah, okay. I, no, I'm going to tell you what I think is one of the great audition stories in the world. Okay. Oh, God, I, I should I yeah, go ahead. You're going to like this. Okay. I, after I graduated from college, I went to Europe, and then uh, my parents took me uh, on a business trip in Washington. I came back in October. I bought what was called Showbiz Magazine, Show Business Magazine, and they had an, uh, a, an equity call for a new show, and I'll bet you'll remember the show, called Carmelina. I do, I do, place. I do. And show business was a newspaper. It wasn't a magazine. It was a newspaper for actors. Yeah. And okay. it had all of the, yes, the, yes, yes, yes. the, the, the roles that are available. Yeah. So Carmelina was going to be on Broadway. The music was written, music by uh, Burton Lane, directed by Jose Ferrer, starring yeah. Georgia Brown. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I go to the equity audition. And uh, when I got there, they say, uh, are you a member of equity? Let me see your equity card. I go, I'm not a member. So I, so as I said, how do you become a member? And they go, well, you got to be an equity play. And I go, how do you get into an equity play? <laughs> you got to audition. But you, so it was a real catch 22. They said, but they're having non equity auditions at five o'clock that afternoon. I get yeah. back there at three because I have great ambition. I sign up. The play takes place, as you know, in Italy. Yeah. And so anybody with brown hair, they're going to see. Well, I have brown <laughs> hair. I have dark hair. They bring me in. There's about 30 people. And we all go in. All the non-equity people go in. And they go and they uh, they hand the, uh, the uh, piano player their music. And we're all in the same room. It was not one at a time. And I don't, I don't have my music. It's my first audition ever. <laughs> so I go up to the piano player. I say, I don't have any music he goes what song would you like to sing i go do you know the song do you know the song hey there yeah. from the pajama game yeah. he goes yes he goes what what key do you sing it is i i don't know what key so he starts to play hey there you with the stars in your eyes and all of a sudden jose ferrer at the table goes hey there why my ex-wife had a hit with that song and he gets up and he pushes the piano player over and he starts accompanying me to Hey There on the piano. Oh and my. he starts singing oh. along with me. And I, that was my first audition. Now, what's unusual is his son and his nephew, about 10 years later, became two of my dearest friends. And I knew Rosemary. And, the, you know, so it just was very funny. But that was my very first audition, was that I was accompanied by Jose Ferrer on the piano. It's a great story. Did you get the job? No. <laughs> I was brand new. I'm not going to Broadway. I just got out of college. I had no experience. Of course I didn't get the job. 
but it's a hell of a story. It's a great story. It's a great story. Yes. Go back, go on to, before we get on to your play, what about the strike? How does it affect you guys? For years, the contracts that, that the actors and the writers had were two steps behind what technology was. Yeah. Uh, you started with uh, Betamax, then DVDs, then cable TV. Uh, you know, people got residuals, but on cable TV, we never got residuals. Then streaming happened, and they don't know how to figure out those residuals. Finally, technology and our contracts are meeting at the same time. Streaming is brand new. AI is brand new. And our contracts have, got, have just happened. So every time we tried to get the money from like DVDs, a new system of of technology came in, we are finally able to make a time because through, uh, through fortune, we were able to have a contract that expired at a time when technology is brand new. And it's going to take time because the producers don't know and the actors don't know. So I think we should have scientists in on the, uh, on the negotiations so that they can tell us what the reality is. Well, this and is the first time I've had such an explanation. It's an interesting take. I've never it heard really, that before. It's very interesting. All of a sudden, who knows the power of streaming? Why aren't they telling us numbers? And why? And now we have the power of AI. And we don't know how far it's going to go. But Robert Downey Jr., from what I understand, has copyrighted not only his face, his image, but his voice. So that if it's used at all, he will get paid. Well, we have to have equal uh, uh, equal power for every actor. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I understand that. So maybe soon we'll see you in a tutu doing a ballet and it'll be legit. I look forward to it. What do you play in this play that you're playing now in New Jersey? It's, it's, a, it's a sweet play. Uh, Michael Tucker from L.A. Law wrote a uh, wrote a wonderful play. He's written a couple of books and a couple of plays. And he wrote this one. It's what's called the two-hander. There are two people, James Pickens, who you would know from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. He plays a tailor. I come in because I need, I need a suit let out. I don't own a suit. A friend of mine is dying, and I just don't want to be found at the funeral in a, in a corduroy jacket and a pair of jeans. So a <laughs> 25-year-old suit that I have needs to be let out. And through a, uh, a series of events, he proposes that he make me a suit. Then uh, with each fitting, we become closer and closer, and he becomes a confidant and a friend, and a wonderful relationship is born, and we hope is, uh, it continues. And that's what it is. It's, it's how the relationship evolves, and uh, James is just a wonderful, wonderful actor. Oh, my gosh. There's none finer. He, he embodies this man so beautifully, and any idiot could act my part. But, John, but James Pickens 
is just superior. He's just Just great. give us the address so we know where it is and tell us at the theater. It's in Long Branch, New Jersey. It's the New Jersey New Jersey Repertory Company or Repertory Theater. It's at 197 Broadway, and, well, it should be on Broadway, but 197 Broadway in Long Branch, which is a very easy train ride from Penn Station. And an, uh, an easy ride from New York is about an hour and 15 minutes uh, by car. And uh, it's a lovely, it's just a little theater, 80 seats. It's tough to get a ticket. We run for three more weekends. Uh, 80 seats is, you know, it's easy to fill. Uh, it's not a Broadway house, but it's a lovely play. Do you so, watch your old movies sitting home? I can't watch me on, on film. I, I just I just put my head in my hands and go, what am I thinking? <laughs> what what have I done? Uh, it was, I'm a Sam. And uh, this is the I got to get out. I got to get out. And it's too late. I can do nothing else in the world. What did you do this summer? What have you done? Have you been traveling? What have you done during the pandemic? Well, I, I will tell you this summer. I, t- I have three children, ages 18, 18 and 21. I took them for a week in Ireland and a week in Paris. And mm-hmm. it was the most glorious time, even though. You should not be with, uh, you know, older teenagers for more than four days in a row. Uh, they could be there. It's, it's a piece of work. Uh, but my kids are great. We had a, the most fun. It was great knowing them. It was great that they all, because they're at different schools, that they could get together. It was like being at camp. And uh, they had a wonderful time. And then I came home and I started rehearsal. And that's what, what? I did. Okay, if this only has another couple of weekends to do, where yes. do you have a plan for afterwards? Yes. What? What? what, what? I will. I will wait. Go I on. am going. I'm going to be doing a funny thing happened on the way to the forum in Paris. In French? Uh, in French? I didn't say in French. I said in Paris. They're going to have to understand it in English, but I'm doing it in the English. Uh, at the new uh, refurbished Lido 2, right on the Champs-Élysées. You play, what's his name's lead? What was his name? I saw the play originally. Soudalist, Soudalist, made famous by Zero Mostel. It's terrific. It's terrific. Oh, I wish you a great Mazel Tov. Are you going to be... Come see my play here. First, before I say your play, are you going to be rich someday or what? Never. Okay. First of all, I have three children, and I live in New York. There's no way I can become rich. In that case, forget I talked to you. I loved, <laughs> I loved you, Richard, and I hope to see you, you soon. Thank you, Thank lovey. You, Cindy. A Thanks, pleasure Annie. to talk to you. Thanks, Annie. Okay. Bye.